welcome to our Fangirl playlist hosted by Zane, Becky, and Emma. Each week, we'll be talking about all things Fangirl-related from the latest celebrity news to new music. We'll be dissecting it all. This week, we'll be talking about all things Louis' show, Liam's live stream with Dixie, Harry on the set of Don't Worry Darling, and Taylor Swift's Easter Eggs. weekly recap we're going to be starting on friday um on friday harry styles was announced the variety hit maker of the year and that came with a photo shoot with um the banana picture and so many other iconic photos um harry also commented on kid harpoon's instagram post um he said fake news because um kid harpoon posted bring back manly men and he responded with i was robbed of the cover and then Liam also read a letter to his 10-year-old self on BBC Radio 1. Um, so then on Saturday, Liam was seen in the studio and we got a video of him singing Last First Kiss. Um, and that also led people to speculate that him and Louis may be singing it um, together at Louis' show. I mean, it's just speculation, but that would be nice. Um, we also had the fifth anniversary of Tattoo Roulette on The Late Late Show, as well as Harry getting his tattoo. Um, and then we got two videos from Liam on Saturday. We got his video with Abby on YouTube where they were cooking together. And then the WAP What Makes You Beautiful um, remix video on TikTok. And then Monday, we got a ton of content. So Chris Pine talked about Harry on Live with Kelly and Ryan. We're just talking about him and Don't Worry Darling. Louie tweeted, hope everyone is doing good. Excited for the show. Um, it happened to be Louie's mom's uh the anniversary for her death so a lot of people were speculating that he tweeted just so he could get a little bit of comfort from us and let us know that he was doing okay um adore you was number nine on rolling stones the best song the top 50 songs of 2020 niall received a prestigious award from trinity college in dublin and gave an interview all about um stuff that he's been doing in quarantine and um, he was like super, super grateful for that award, which was really cool. It was also one year since LP won and Adore You's birthday. And then on Tuesday, Niall tweeted about staying away from his phone. Um... I feel like we should start off by talking about the new song that Louis hinted at today on Twitter. I have so many thoughts about that. And by thoughts, I mean I want to pull up Twitter so I'm not crazy. What did you think about that video? I loved it. It was great to hear Louis' voice again because it's been a long time. And he has a mullet, I think. 100% has a mullet. Did you see that his hair trended and it wasn't about Harry Styles? (laughs) Oh, the power this fandom has. Yeah, I feel like the video, like, I feel like almost got overshadowed by the fact there's a new song coming. Yeah, but I didn't even realize it at first until people, then he, until he tweeted, like, copy of a copy of a copy, which I was so confused about at first. Yeah, I totally missed the fact that there was a new song until he had tweeted about it later. And all these people yeah. on TikTok were talking about it, and I was like, what are they talking about? There's no new... He didn't say anything. He did say something about it. It was just on Twitter. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think that, like, I just think it's also funny that someone was like, what's the cover you're doing? And he was like, not a cover. <laughs> like, he just said it. He's like, not a cover, a new song. <laughs> He's so blunt. He just said, not a cover, a new song, exclamation mark. <laughs> I appreciate that he said anything at all, though. Yeah. Like, I always wonder if they can, if they, like, scroll through the comments or if they just pick one and decide to respond to it. I don't know. I don't know about Louie. I know Niall just searches up his name and responds to whatever he feels like. <laughs> oh, I, I miss that, he though. follows his own thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I miss that because he just tweeted the other day that he's going to spend less time on his, on his phone. So... I don't I think know. I get that. Like, I could probably benefit from being on my phone less. Same. But then we'd be behind on things in the fandom, so... Yeah. It's That's hard. what Twitter notifications are for. True. <laughs> I turned those off so long ago. Because I would... It would, like, recommend... It wouldn't give me notifications if I, like... For stuff I actually cared about. Like, See, it would be like, here's this random tweet... See, I just have notifications on for specific people, and then, Mm -hmm. like, all of my personal notifications are turned off. So, like, retweets, (laughs) anything like that, that's all off. But, like, all of the boys, I've got their post notifications on, all stuff like that. Yeah, I just, like, I would, like, sometimes not get the notification, and that happens on Instagram, too. I won't always get the Mm -hmm. notification when someone posts. And But then, like, I couldn't figure out how to turn off the ones where it's, like, here's a tweet you may be interested in, and it's something I'm definitely not interested in. Right. So I have two accounts, off. so it's not helpful because I have notifications turned on for, like, all the boys and, like, Ash and a few other people on both accounts. So I get d- double notifications anytime they tweet. I, like, tried to do the whole stand Twitter thing, and I was, like, not cut out for it. I do it, like, every so often. Stan Twitter is such a weird place because... Like, I only have, like, 30 followers on my second, like, Stan Twitter. But, like, nobody interacts with my tweets. So, I'm like, what's the point? I'm just kind of saying stuff out here. And no one's responding. I hate Twitter. And I've always hated Twitter. And I only have a Twitter account for the notifications. Yeah. It's funny because I have a Stan Twitter. But most of the time, Emma just sends me stuff. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah. I, like, get most of my recommendations it's like very different looking at my at my twitter because like my personal twitter it's all these like political recommendations it's like oh here's this tweet about this like supreme court case that's going on and then i'll log into my other account and it's like here's this recommendation about some like conspiracy theory about what's gonna happen in like 10 days when like harry performed somewhere like (laughs) i'm like these are very different like sides of twitter that i'm coexisting on I made the mistake at the beginning of quarantine to, like, make a Twitter my name because as soon as I did that, everyone that I knew, like, just followed me because I think you can, like, look at, like, your contacts and just automatically follow people. And so, like, I started posting, like, One Direction things and, like, retweeting and then I was like, I'm so dumb. Why am I doing this? Like, people in real life that I know and, like, family members were seeing this stuff. And so that's why I made the the switch to stay on Twitter because I'm like, at least nobody's going to know here. I run a Twitter account for a business and I'm always fearful that I'm accidentally retweeting a One Direction tweet on a business account, which I know is not possible, but it's like my greatest fear. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. that happens to me with like raining on my sunnies. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I used to like post daily things on there, I would always like double check that it was I was doing it on raining on my sunnies and not my personal. Because if you was... don't know, raining on my sunnies is mine and Zane Emma's and Zane's uh, small business where we do merch stuff, but yeah. we have an Instagram and a TikTok for it. And I think we both at some point have posted something personal and have had to delete oh, it. Oh, 100%. It's so easy because, like, my mm-hmm. it's connected with my personal. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm on my sorority's Instagram. I mean, I'm getting off of it in a couple months, which will be nice. But, um, like, right, so, like, I have access to it and I have to, like, monitor it. And I'm always afraid that I'm going to post the wrong thing. Like, that I'm gonna like not have like I might not have switched accounts like I thought I did and post something on a story that was like meant for my finsta and I know I would notice but there's like that fear in the back of my mind oh yeah it's a very real fear that I never thought I would have (laughs) I also kind of had that fear when I started my tiktok because originally that was just my name too and I don't know why, because in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm just going to make a TikTok for fun. And then, of course, quarantine hit and it turned into a One Direction fan account. I didn't plan it to go that way, but it just happened that way. And so many people. OK, this is embarrassing, but so many people that I knew, like my cousins and like people from high school followed that account. And as soon as I started posting One Direction stuff and then I realized it, I just blocked them all. I did the <laughs> same thing. I blocked all of them. My TikTok name is the same as my Instagram name. And so I was having people like you were follow me from like real life. And I, as soon as I saw I got a new follower, I would block them like without hesitation. There are only two people who are not like diehard One Direction fans that I have allowed to follow me that I know in real life. Wait, on your Instagram? No, my TikTok. On your TikTok. Oh, okay. On my this is like a conversation I think Zane and I had when like we first met at the beginning of quarantine that I was like I'm never posting TikTok yeah. like I'm never posting on TikToks like I I know too many people that follow me and then I think I had this idea in like the end of March to like commemorate my Nile concert and I was like well like it's only gonna be one TikTok and then I just got in so deep that I was like at this point like people know like it's literally a trap like once you start there's no going out of it (laughs) and I was like if people like are gonna judge like they've known like people from high school like yeah they knew me in middle school like it's not gonna come as a shock to them that this is like what I'm doing with my life three years later oh my gosh that's crazy I remember when you like posted your first TikTok and I think I sent my first TikTok in the group chat too saying like oh my gosh guys I'm so nervous (laughs) hilarious my tiktok started out as a bath bomb account (laughs) i would post videos of my bath bombs like exploding in the bath yeah i don't know how i got to one direction tiktok but it happened and i'm not mad yeah i'm not complaining i'm having a fun time yeah my first tiktok was me using the green screen video effect in like super i don't even know what way I put it but it was like very fast and I was dancing to um the boot camp audition with that in the background oh my but gosh somehow- I remember that okay yes <laughs> yes but somehow between filming it and posting it it got like super sped up oh my- 
<laughs> and it got like 500 views. It was so bad. There's literally been videos that are so embarrassing that I just post because I'm like, nobody's going to see this. And they're the ones that blow up. And I'm like, why? Why that one? Yeah. My first video. That- Sorry, go Maya ahead. De- did you say that Maya deleted all of her uh, TikToks with the unicorn? Yeah. No. Surprise. When did you that do that? Happened? Today? Question mark? Yeah, very recently. I thought that was like her whole entire TikTok. It was, except for the, didn't she have a chicken wrapped in Parma ham one? Yeah. Yeah. Any speculations on that? I think it's Liam's people. I know they he, they mm. probably don't have control over her, but like they're probably like really, like, yeah, they probably like because when he like even mentioned her, like when they were talking in the live stream, his live stream with with Dixie, which was a whole other mess. He was like, "Oh Maya, like you have to kiss me," and they were talking about kissing under the mistletoe. You could like hear someone like in the background, like that sounded like they were like, "No, like." They didn't mm-hmm. even want him, like, mentioning Maya. So I think that, like, they have such control. Or not, they're trying to have a lot of control over that relationship. Which, like, It's confusing theory, because but... she, okay, the TikToks that she had posted, none of them had Liam in them. And that barely yeah. had her face in them. So I don't know why it would be a problem. You know what I mean? She had one that she had with her in it. But then she was like, guys, I filmed an eyeliner tutorial should I post it? I really want to post it, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Should I post it? You know, like, things like that, but I don't understand why she wouldn't be allowed to have access to her own social media. If, like, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. But I also feel like, and this is a whole nother topic, but, like, why did Eleanor all of a sudden start posting? She wasn't posting that often, and then all of a sudden she's posting, like, 25 stories a day with different fashion brands like what changed there i honestly don't follow her so i don't have a lot to like say on this topic um the only like girlfriends or whoever i follow i guess are Gigi and maya on instagram and i follow maya on twitter and that's it or not maya on tiktok I follow Eleanor, and I saw her story today with, like, Louis, like, jacket. track jack, yeah, track jacket or whatever. And I don't know. Like, the she said, like, stole this from my BF's closet. And I just, to me, that seems like such a high school thing to say or, like, middle school. <laughs> I was just like, why are you saying that? But everybody was freaking out because when was the last time that she acknowledged Louis on social media? It was, like, yeah. 2017. It was, like, a crazy long time ago. I feel like, I almost feel bad for her, because I feel like if she acknowledges him, she gets, like, hate, and it's called fake. But if she doesn't say mm-hmm. anything, it's like, oh, then, it, then like, you must just be, like, you're, she's also fake. Like, if I were her, yeah. I would just, I mean, like, I know social media is her job, and that's probably how she makes a lot of her own money, is by, like, doing these, like, ads, just because she has a lot of followers. But, like, I would just quit social media. Like, I would be done. Her Instagram very is very confusing to me. Like, I just, I've never really understood it. Because she'll, like, post a lot, like you say, and then she won't post. And then she's literally criticized for anything that she says or does. And I feel awful about it, because it's like, if you're a Larry or not, like, just leave her be. She's a human being. Like, I, I just get annoyed by that kind of stuff. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, it's kind of just, like, let people live their lives. 
Like, yeah. you don't have I mean, to... it's the same with, like, Maya. Like, going back to that, it's like, if she is being controlled by her TikTok, like, that's... I don't know, that bothers me, because she's she's also just a normal person. Like, yeah, she married, or she's gonna marry a celebrity. But, like, it doesn't mean that she has to change anything necessarily. Like, of course, she needs to hide some information, and she can't say everything. But she knows that. Like, Liam... They talk and like she knows her boundaries and that's the part about being in a relationship. But I also feel like if she's not allowed to even post on something as simple as TikTok, then she can't live her life. Like, not that TikTok is like life or anything like that. But I'm so sorry. My cat has decided to join us. But <laughs> let's participate. I don't understand why like the things that she wasn't she was posting were not harmful in any way they were quite funny and I felt like it gave us an end to their relationship that we've never had before and not that we deserve that that we're owed that or anything like that but it was nice to see it I feel I felt like it was more of Maya than we normally get to see mm-hmm. yeah and I, I think that's the most she's interacted with people since they started dating if I can remember yeah yeah and like I think watching those like she's like six months younger than me like we're the same age like same grade like and like to me in those I was like oh she's being a normal 20 year old yeah and I was like I think exactly. sometimes like, that's hard for me to get because like she's a model and like she's like engaged to Liam Payne but, like at the end of the day yeah. like she is a normal 20 year old girl with like the same interests I think people tend to forget that, that she's just a normal person, just like anyone else. And I, I mean, it's also, okay, going back to the whole, like, controlling thing, I think it's kind of weird because when Liam was on the Happy Hour podcast, he was talking about TikTok and how that's the only social media that his manager doesn't really control and he can kind of just be himself on that. So whenever, I don't know, like, Maya deleted her TikToks, that confuses me because (laughs) if it was done by management or something... I I don't understand that because Liam said that TikTok isn't very controlling or isn't very controlled by his management. Yeah, and, like, but Liam also, like, has been barely posting on TikTok since he said that. I was just about to say that. (laughs) Very true. Just Like, I think he almost, like, tipped his management off to be, like, maybe we should take more Mm -hmm. control over his TikTok, like... I think this is a good segue, too, into, like, the live stream today for the Naughty List um, music video. I mean, I think this whole week and few weeks, he's been acting kind of weird. I don't know if that's just me, but he's just seemed a little off. Yeah. Yeah. There was so much going on in that live stream today, like, on both sides. On Liam's side and Dixie's side that, like, just seemed weird. Like, Liam seemed very much, like, he was almost, like, watching his back to, like, make sure what he was saying was okay. And then on Dixie's (laughs) side, like, I think it's just her personality. I don't want to judge her. Like, I don't know her personally. But she seemed very uninterested, like, compared to Liam. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But it also, like, didn't help that Liam was the only one asking questions. And she just kind of sat back and was, like, just answering whatever she could. Yeah, and, like, I'm... I'm like, I don't know if that's just her personality and, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, she's a bad person or, like, she's ungrateful because I don't know. Like, I don't know her personally. 
but like it definitely was just like an awkward live stream to watch and I felt bad for both of them yeah I would totally agree it seemed like Dixie was just checked out like yeah like you said I don't want to judge her or anything like that because I don't really even follow her but even like she wasn't even I feel like when you're media trained you're left to you're like taught to leave things open-ended so like Liam could have answered too but she was very like closed off and everything which was hard to watch and I think that's why it made it seem so awkward I don't really know much about Dixie either like to be honest with you or either of the D'Amelios but um yeah it just it seems so weird like I don't know if she was like nervous and that was kind of her way of like I don't know just being like closed off but I don't, whenever, like, Liam would ask her a question, she kind of, like, briefly answered it and would, like, move on. Or maybe mm-hmm. she was, like, starstruck and she didn't know what to say. Like, maybe she was nervous to be, I don't know, on a live stream with Liam Payne. Because I know if that was me, I would be really nervous. And that would be a lot of pressure. Yeah. And my other, like, theory, I guess, is what we what you could call it, is that it's just their age difference. She's, what, 18, 19? And he's 27? I think she's 19. And he's 27. Like, that's just, like, I, like, there's, like, I would probably have a hard time getting on a live stream with a 27-year-old I've only worked with once and finding, like, a bunch of stuff in common to talk about. But at the same time, there's things like Christmas. Like, most people can relate to Christmas. You know, and she didn't, I don't know. I feel like there's things that she could have done to prepare to, like, talk to Liam about Bear, talk to Liam about his engagement, talk to Yeah. And I mean, that's an interview thing, but I felt like two seconds and she could have pulled something like that. But instead, he was the one peppering her with questions and he really didn't get to answer the questions unless his manager was the one who asked the question to Liam. Yeah. I mean, it was also just like so weird. I think one of you mentioned it earlier that like his management was so controlling during that live stream. Like, you could hear his manager talking behind the camera and, like, asking him, like, things to say. And, like, I don't know. I just thought that was so weird because, I mean, we know that his management is very involved. But, like, I don't think we've ever seen them that involved in something. And I don't know if it's, like, that they almost just don't care. Like, the secret's out. Like, Liam talked about what happened at, like, Hugo Boss. Like, that stuff's out. And he's, like, he said my management is controlling that they just may be, like, whatever, like, secrets out, everyone knows, like, he confirmed it, like, what are we going to do at this point? Like, might as well just, like, get what we need. Or I wonder if even, like, that happens every single time, and we just don't hear it as crystal clearly as we did in today's live stream. I could see that easily happening. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, it's all something people are looking out for now, like, paying attention for. I also, like, I texted Emma, I think, like, halfway through. I was like, Liam's on a different level. Like, I don't know if he was drunk or high, but to me, he seemed like he was one of them because he was way too hyper, more than usual. And he also didn't seem like he wanted to be there because at one point he told his management, like, um, they made me come to work today. And I felt like that was such a rude statement to say, considering you're, like, working on a song with someone and you're doing the music video. I just feel like that was kind of inappropriate to say. By the things that he said, he and Dixie have, like, rarely, if ever, worked together or even spoken. You know, like, it's all his management 
management saying, oh, you go do this, you go do that, you do press here, you do press there. But they're like, Dixie and Liam, it seems like haven't interacted at all. Yeah. Yeah, like I think there's been like an Instagram comment or like a TikTok comment here or there, but like that's not actually meeting someone and getting to know them. I also thought it was, and let's be real, that's probably not even them. That's probably their manager. True. But I also thought it was kind of weird that whenever the song dropped, Liam was the only one that like posted about it and Dixie didn't post a thing. I thought that was very strange. Yeah, like I yeah, checked she... her TikTok the day that it released and I didn't see a single post about it. She made like one post on Instagram and that was it. I saw that Noah Beck That's used the the song, but that was it. <laughs> So, I mean, it's also just such an unexpected collab. I mean, like, I get that, like, Liam has been more active on TikTok lately, but I just would not expect for him to collaborate with Dixie, of all people. I feel like it was a collab of convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of like, I need someone. Here you go. Right. Yeah. I also don't know if, like, he... If they were like, we got a TikToker to collab with you. And he was just like, okay. And like, that was it. Like, that's all he really knew until both parts were like recorded and done with. Or maybe he didn't have a say. And that's why he was kind of uninterested. Yeah. I have a feeling that's probably what it was. Do you guys want to talk about the actual music video? (laughs) There's a lot to say about that. It's so bad. I did not like it. I'm sorry, Liam. I love you to death, but I did not like the music video. (laughs) Like, I think I get they're in COVID times and like they can't do as much, but they could have done more than that. I agree. I just felt like it was uncomfortable because like Dixie had all sorts of different people surrounding her. And if it were like other tiktokers that that would i guess kind of make a little bit more sense but then for liam to be by himself and dixie to have a bajillion people around her it just made for a really uncomfortable video yeah i mean like i liked the visuals i guess but i just kind of thought they were like a little too simple and like cliche like i talked to emma about this but i was like i saw the um the five seconds of summer wildflower video and that video was done in quarantine and i thought that was super creative um and that was something that like they did with a green screen and they could have done something like this on liam's because i mean like liam has a big budget it's not out of the realm of possibility and like even like taylor smith's like cardigan video like she made in quarantine and like she just did like bare minimum staff with like everyone had masks on it was like social distancing and like just did it in like a rural area so like they weren't around other people like they could have done something like that or like like they they probably both realistically have traveled during quarantine like so like I feel like they could have not to say like they need to fly to a different country but they could have gone somewhere else than probably just like a studio like right by their house yeah I guess I was just like a little bit like I don't know, like, I was expecting more, and so whenever I watched that video, I was just, like, my expectations were just kind of let down, because I was like, oh, this really isn't that special. It's one of those music videos that, yeah, it was fine for the premiere, but I'm never yeah. gonna watch it. Again. I mean, I hate to, like, bash on it that much, but in, like, all honesty, I mean, it's hard to create a video in COVID, like, I get that, so it's not gonna be the most perfect thing, but I still feel like it could have been more than what it was. 
Yeah. I did like Liam's outfit changes though. Yeah. I'll give him and that. his hair looked good. His outfit was good. I don't want him to cut his hair. Like I want him to keep it that length. He can like cut it to like maintain it at that length, but that's it. I feel like it could be like a tiny. I want to see Liam in a man bun. I want to see Liam in a man bun. That's Has he done one yet? Oh, I mean, he's done like. I need to get it out of my face, but not like a proper. Yeah, one, you know. Not like speaking of sets, do we want to talk about fans on Harry's? Oh boy, yes. Did you? I don't know if y'all have heard, and I don't know if this has been confirmed anywhere. But did you hear that they're banning fans from set and they've hired extra security? But in addition to that, uh, Harry's no longer filming. Harry's done. I have not heard any of me neither. I heard was that neighbors were like feeling unsafe with Mm -hmm. the amount of fans that were coming around, and I heard that people were screaming and ruining takes, which is just embarrassing. Like that's really embarrassing for Harry. It's embarrassing for the entire crew. Like, yeah, I for us as a fandom, it's so. I saw those pictures, and of course, like naturally as a fan, I was like, oh my gosh, we get more Harry content. So I was happy. But, like, knowing the industry and being someone who's going to work in this industry, I was embarrassed because it's, like, whenever you're working on a set, like, that's your job. Like, you don't need to manage, like, extra on top of that because you already have so much work to do. And so I just, I kind of felt for, like, both people because I'm, like, Harry's at work. He is doing his job, so he does not have time to interact with fans, nor should they be trying to get pictures with him because it's not a meet and greet. And then the second part is, like, like I said, like, the cast and everybody else is doing their job they need to be left uninterrupted because it's a movie that they're filming and it's not going to happen unless they're able to film i also heard like that a they surprise i also heard that they have to shut down because of covid again i don't know if that's true i didn't hear that but if that is true that means that filming is going to be delayed again and that's really frustrating I heard somebody say that if they had to shut down again, that they may have to film through Christmas, which was not the original plan. And if they were had to do that, then they like wouldn't be able to go see their families because of quarantine and all sorts of different stuff like that. It's hard to film a movie in December because it's like you have the holidays right there. I don't know how they would do it. But I mean, I guess COVID yeah. people just have to be flexible. Yeah. Apparently, going back to more theories, apparently all of OT4 is in London right now, which makes zero sense to me. But I don't believe that. that. (laughs) With Harry having Jingle Bell, whatever, there's like four different ones. There's no way that he would be in London right now because that's in the U.S. Yeah, he's definitely in L.A. And also, I have not heard the theories about "Don't Worry, Darling" like stopping filming or like his parts are done filming. So I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, I heard. I heard that um, he does have a week off. Chris Pine was talking about that, but. Um, Chris Pine said that in an interview on some late night talk But he show. could also be saying that. If I'm going to, you know, throw in another theory, he also could be saying that so fans don't show up to set. Which I don't blame him. I mean, I feel like it's hard yeah. for... Okay, I'm just going to throw something out there. 
So Harry is like new to the acting game. Like he's really only acted in one movie and that was Dunkirk. This is his like second big movie. And like, I also think that like um, directors and like other castmates are not going to want to work with him if he has fans that are this crazy. And I hate that for Harry, but it's true because it's like, I feel like sometimes we're out of control. We, even though like, I know we aren't like that, but I feel like we as a fandom are out of control sometimes because it's like whenever people see Harry, they start to lose a brain and realize that he's like working. (laughs) I mean, it's true though. (laughs) No, no, I agree. Like I'll say, I've said it so many times on TikTok and I will say it so many times again. They don't owe us anything. Like you can Mm -hmm. say, oh, like we keep him famous. Like we pay his bills okay but like that doesn't mean he's not a person and like owes you anything at all he's just doing a job that we as like a society choose to like put on a pedestal but also here's the thing even if we didn't pay his bills the man is rich enough he doesn't need us like sure i mean he's still gonna make music but he's making music and doing these acting gigs because that's what he wants to do you know like it's not we don't have any part of it except for the sense that we get to enjoy the things that he brings out. And why do we have a say in what he can and can't do? We shouldn't. But we are by treating him the way that we've been treating him. And then people just, like, complain about him being off social media, but I would want to as well if I felt like I didn't have any privacy anytime I stepped foot out of my house, like, even to go to work. Like, I'd be like, well, I just want some sort of privacy, and, like, I get that. And I think people just need to, like lay off on him a little bit like let him like breathe yeah i don't blame him at all for not being on social media like social media is such a toxic place like sure it can bring people together but it also can cause so much damage and like we can we know that from like previous things and like even like niall has had to step off of social media at times because it can be so toxic and i hate that yeah yeah i agree like I was joking before this podcast, so none of you would have heard this, but, like, that I was, like, fighting with baby gators on TikTok. But that's just, like, a perfect example of how toxic social media can be. That people are, like, sitting here, like, literally, like, fighting with each other on social media over a theory that I will say is disgusting, in my opinion. But... Like, the fact that even, like, happens and, like, is, like, just shows you, like, why someone may want to take a step away. Every single part of these, I'm just going to say boys, meaning, like, the One Direction boys specifically, every single part of their lives are picked apart to death. And that's not fair to anybody. And it has been that way since they were teenagers. Like, since they were 16, 17, 18 years old. They've never, like, for the past 10 years, they've lived their life under the spotlight. I think I talked about this in the last podcast and like I mean the reason why they're not on social media all the time is because they have people that are going to be negative and they don't want to see that like I mean of course there's so many people that are positive too Mm. but social media just tends to shine light on the negative things and I don't I don't blame them at all for not being on social media because seeing some of those baby gators and some of those other people that are so toxic like on TikTok it just makes me hate being on social media too because I'm embarrassed for them and for us as well can I shift the conversation slightly? Yes. With, I think it's very interesting how I almost all celebrities get their lives picked apart. 
like the One Direction boys. But I feel like Taylor specifically Taylor Swift specifically for her fans has shifted it so they're not necessarily speculating as much about her personally, but like she is dropping hints so they're speculating about the hints and not like, oh, where is Taylor? What is Taylor doing? And I'm sure there's fans that do that. But at least on the side of TikTok that I'm on, I see everybody speculating about X, Y, and Z, meaning, oh, she put dice in this picture, or oh, she put Christmas trees, nine Christmas trees. So they're speculating about that, not the things that are going on in her personal life, which I feel like was genius on Taylor's part. When did that start? Yeah. Reputation. I think it's interesting. I mean, I, okay, I've been a fan of Taylor since I was like, I don't, I want to say like seven or eight. And I mean, at that point, I didn't have social media and like, I would listen to her music, but I was never really involved in like the social media or like, I didn't really know much about her life other than like what I saw on TV or like on the radio. Um, And so I found that really interesting in like the last year, like just following her on social media and like, it's almost like Easter eggs. It's kind of fun. Like whenever she drops something or whenever she posts something on Twitter, it's like this scavenger hunt to find what's next. And I enjoy that. Yeah. My boyfriend tells me he hates it when she posts. He loves Taylor, but hates it when she posts because then I go crazy trying to figure out what it means. Cause I'm like, I need a theory for everything, but I think it's like fun. Like it's something to do. Yeah. Yes, it's something to talk about. I wish that the One Direction boys had done that back in the day. And I feel like Harry has done that this era. Yeah, I was just about to say that. With like, it's been kind of fun, time. though. Like, because I really only started getting back into Harry's fandom, too, like last year when like Lights Up came out. And then like all the things about Erota came out. And then the, the table with watermelon sugar. And I didn't, I don't know, things like that are so fun. And it makes that's like the best part of the fandom is like, I like, I remember. Can we talk about Niles Easter eggs though? Because I feel like everybody missed Niles Easter eggs when oh, he like in Easter Nice eggs. to Meet You. Um, yes, in that music video, he put the name of every and no single one, one of his songs. Yeah, and nobody picked on him. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. Set. he deserves so much more credit. And that's like a classic Taylor Swift move. Because she's yes. done that. I think she did that. I think it was. It was either I think it was Ready for it, that music video, either Ready for it or Endgame. I think it was Ready and, for it. Um, yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say and it was Ready for it. People like were able to very easily they're like, oh, I bet there's this song, or like me, like she had the big lover in the background. Like, and that was so. I mean, maybe it's because she like historically does that stuff, but I'm like, that's like a classic, like Easter egg drop. How did people not notice that Nile stuff? I really respect Taylor and her team for doing that. Like, it makes being a fan so much more fun. And I think she realizes that, too. It's just, like, Mm -hmm. the small things that make us happy. Yeah, but it... Or even being noticed. Taylor is the queen of noticing her fans. Yeah. Yeah, back in 2014, she liked my picture on Instagram. And it was, like, the greatest day of my life. That's amazing. (laughs) I've never heard that story. Oh, because it was on, like, a fan account. But I have the... I'll send you guys the screenshot later. <laughs> but it was, like, when she had... I don't know if you guys remember this. But she had a filter on her website where you could go on. And it was almost, like, photo booth. And take a picture of, like, you in the album cover. For 1989. That's, that's amazing. So cool. I did not know that. So that's the picture she liked. Yeah. 
for all of y'all listening, when Becky sends us that picture, I'll post it on our Instagram so you can see it. <laughs> if she's okay yeah. with it. Hey, you if should not, go follow her I'll Instagram. Edit that out. <laughs> you should. Our fangirl playlist. But so she ahead, hasn't Becky. been on Sorry. Tumblr recently, noticing people. Really? Yeah, since like a couple weeks after Folklore came out, apparently. I thought Tumblr was dead. I'm completely honest. Not for Taylor Swift fans. Something came out this week about, um, I think Louie and Harry were, like, the two most, like, talked about, or on the list for being, like, the most talked about people on Tumblr or something like that. This year? This year. It was, like, a Spotify wrapped, but for Tumblr. I've never been on Tumblr. Like, is it, like, like, Pinterest? No, no. It's a blog. It's kind of Tumblr. It's kind of like a blog version of Twitter. Because you can like re. So do you like follow like, people? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But you have like your own website. Yeah. Hmm. Tumblr used to be the greatest invention of all time. But then they started censoring things, which some degree was great, but other degrees was kind of annoying. So people kind of backed out of it. 2012 Tumblr in the One Direction fandom was like was lit. <laughs> I look back, but it was also te- like it was also terrifying. I wish I knew what my username used to be because I would love to go back and look at that blog. I feel like such a oh baby. I never used Tumblr. <laughs> you should make a Tumblr account just so okay. you can experience a little. I'll relive the old memories. It will not be the same. You didn't have any memories of it. It's not the same. It's whatever as what it used to be. <laughs> But I I remember that's how I used to find fan fiction. Yes. That's how I used to there were so many edits back in the day. Okay, so I used great. to have this app called DIY. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever have that app? No. Okay, never mind. It was like Mm-mm. it was like Instagram for kids. But you had like these challenges that you had to do. So it was like I can't remember one of them. It was like make a fish out of paper and you'd like take a picture of it. And you'd submit it, and then you would get, like, this, like, little ribbon. And then you would, like, it would get posted on your DIY page. I don't even know. It was, I think I was, like, nine when I used it. One thing I think that hasn't changed since, like, the 2012, like, I had an Instagram account and a Tumblr. And then, like, something then happened was everyone, like, idolized certain people in the fandom. And I've seen that same thing on TikTok. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, that hasn't changed. That people are becoming fans of fans, which has always just confused me. Like, I don't get it. So that was a thing back in 2012, too? Yeah. (laughs) Who were the creators then? I don't remember that. I don't, like, remember them, but I remember that there were, like, there's, like, the group of, like, girls on Tumblr who, like, people would talk about on Instagram, and they'd be like, oh, my God, like, they followed me. So they were just, like, the ones that had the most followers. Yeah, and, like, but they were, like, calling shots and stuff in the fandom. Oh, my gosh. Like. No, but you're so right and like, I don't TikTok is turned that way. Like, I don't want to name names on TikTok yeah. because I don't have any ill will towards them. But, like, it's just, like, annoying to me. Like, it's, like, stop making fan pages of fans. They're literally normal people who make TikToks about One Direction. It's not necessarily. 
necessarily annoying to me. That's I just think it's a weird thing. Like it's a weird thing to, to be a fan of a fan. Like I get it if you like have the same like you like the same things and whatever. But like they're just normal people who are also fans. Like just because you have two hundred followers and they have a hundred k, doesn't mean there's any difference there necessarily. Besides that, one has a bigger audience. I get it a little bit more for, like, the big fanfic writers. Yeah. Like, being a fan of their work. But I don't get it for just normal people. I mean, not that fanfic writers are not normal. But just, like... I mean, there's there's a few people that have, like, original content that they make, though. Because there's, like, one girl that, like, sings, like, One Direction. I I can't remember what her username is. But she makes, like, One Direction covers, but, like, changes the lyrics yeah she's, she's amazing. amazing and i can understand why you're a fan yeah. of her because you'd be a fan of her voice and then there's someone else that makes like but she also has her yeah. original music and then too. there's someone else that makes like pov videos and i think those are super creative too so i understand like those because those like have a lot mm-hmm. of like production and effort going into those but still not enough to make fan pages for yeah <laughs> that's weird like if someone ever made a fan page for me on tiktok like obviously it would be like a very nice gesture and i wouldn't be like why are you doing this but like in the back of my head i'd be like i'm literally just a college student who procrastinates by (laughs) putting five minutes into a tiktok video that's the most accurate statement i've ever heard (laughs) somebody should make a fan page on tiktok for our fangirl playlist oh my gosh i saw this is kind of off topic but i saw a tiktok the other day that was like me being a college student sitting on my couch responding to like uh what what how is it worded but basically like she oh, controlled the comments of somebody famous's instagram and she was replying to fans yeah. and they thought that it was like the actual person and she's like no it's just me sitting on my couch and i thought that was hilarious i saw that tiktok too isn't that hank green's social media or TikTok what? manager hank green her his tiktok manager is also on tiktok and did a video like that. It's that's the funniest hilarious. thing I think I've ever seen. I mean, like, that's, like, how you realize that, like, you're just kind of living in a lie. Like, if like if a famous person, like, likes your photo or something, like, it's probably not them. It might be. Like, I know, like, Sean Mendes has been liking a lot of people's TikToks. And it might be him, but it might also be his team. You just never know. I feel like the only person who I would trust that it would be them liking, like, my photo would be Harry because he likes so few photos. That's the only one, which is the most unreasonable one, I feel like. Or Taylor. I think that Taylor probably does like not I think on Tumblr. Yeah. I think if you had asked me in 2014, 2015 when she was like joining people's lives on Instagram and stuff, I think it was her. But I don't think it's her on Instagram anymore. Yeah. I mean, it gets to a point where there's just too many people. Like, I don't know how I would deal with yeah. that many people. It makes me sad, yeah. though. Everybody's been talking about, like, feeling dis- disconnected from, like, all sorts of different celebrities because of that. And that makes me sad. Because they, you know, at one point they brought you so much joy. And then just because they're not interacting as much as they used to all of a sudden they're terrible yeah. people that's i mean I but it always gets hear, to the point so where they're stupid. too big like that sounds crazy but there's just too many people that there's not enough time nor like you cannot keep up with all those people 
It's impossible. And honestly, why would you waste your time in a space that would be so toxic for you as a celebrity? And I feel like also the moment that, like, like, let's say Harry gets back on Instagram and he's, like, posting regularly. Like, then people, like, expect him. Like, he has all these expectations, again, Mm -hmm. that people are going to set. And they're going to be like, oh, you're not posting, like... Are you doing okay? Like, do you hate us? Like, people are going to have all these speculations as soon as he does start posting. So he just doesn't because he doesn't want to, you know, deal with that. And I think a lot of people falsely equate posting a lot with being authentic and genuine. That Mm -hmm. I think Harry's, he said it like a year ago, I think, that part of his job in One Direction was to post on social media. Like, that was part of his job. And he's happy that he was able to take a step back from it. And, like, to me, that's, like, Mm -hmm. I'd rather have him post infrequently and have it be more genuine than have it feel like it's a job. Yeah. Speaking of Harry posting, um, sorry, I'm changing the topic quite frequently, but um, somebody said they had a theory that... You know how when Harry went solo, there was, like, a barrier, like, a on Instagram of, like, I think it's, like, three black pictures or something like that. And everybody was like, oh, that's when his management took over. Whatever. Um, now, if you look with the variety photo, the Vogue photo, and then something else. I think it might have, I don't remember. There's all, like, there you look at his instagram there's like another barrier quote unquote of him and like that baby blue color and then one of them he's eating banana the other one he's in his vogue shoot and i don't remember what the other one is but it's like very oh i think it might be in the pomegranate picture mm-hmm. i don't remember i can't open instagram while we have the podcast app open but it looks like another barrier and everybody was freaking out that we were getting another era in my opinion, I think people are just, like, looking. Grasping at Yeah, us. trying, hoping that something's coming or that something's happening. Yeah. And I think that, like, there very well could be, but it could also just be, like, him just, like, posting. Because if you look at his Instagram right now, Zane pulled it up for us. <laughs> The picture of the pomegranate isn't, like, the first one in the slideshow. Yeah. I was talking about that other, the glove-biting one. But everybody's like, he has something in his mouth in every single one of them. Then he's got the black one. Then he's got, like, the Vogue with the greenery in the back. And then he's got another black one, and it looks very Mm -hmm. (laughs) barrier-like. I see where they're going with the barrier Ask, but I also I love this fandom, but this is kind of where I, I tend to just laugh because it's like <laughs> we'll take the tiniest little hint that doesn't even really make sense, but we'll make it into a theory and then we like make it make sense in our head. <laughs> like there's no actually like there's no hints, but we just like come up with them out of nowhere and then we ended up Yeah. Yeah, we I like Taylor get disappointed. I'm like, guys, it wasn't even like a real theory. We just came up with the theory. <laughs> like Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like we are given hints. For example, Louis's video, the very first song we had never heard before. And we didn't even think, oh, new music, until he freaking said new music. 
At least yeah, I, I didn't connect the dots I'm either. Sure other people did, but yeah. I mean, it's hard to know what to believe sometimes because, like, sometimes they're messing with you too. Right. I want to know how many things are done intentionally to see what we would yeah. come up with. I think they want to drive us crazy sometimes. Like, especially Harry. Like, with the Watermelon Sugar (laughs) music video, he wanted to see us go crazy. Which, speaking of um, Watermelon Sugar, I'm going to alter it to Golden. Um, Behind the scenes, apparently Sunflower Volume 6 is playing. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that, too. I honestly think that's a conspiracy, too. I like to just set my expectations really low, because if they're low, then I'm not disappointed. (laughs) I just it doesn't make any it sense. It seems to like me a random. Make a yeah, song. and also why like, that would be like, so why random. would it be like three seconds of the song? Like, but would it be a single? But also Stevie Nicks talked about him making a music video for Sunflower. That's true. Six. And it, I heard something that this would be his sixth a- music video, and Sunflower Volume Six. And I'm like, I oh, saw that. that see things that I'm like, oh, maybe maybe it is gonna happen. So I just don't know. It's not gonna happen. I'm going to say right now, look back in six months if something happens and replay this clip. But as of right now, I firmly believe we're not going to get a Sunflower Volume 6 video. I agree. This is just a thought. But what if we got it on Fine Line's anniversary? I mean, he's got to do something for that, right? Or maybe it'll just be a tweet. I feel like we're going to tweet. (laughs) We're going to get an Instagram post. Maybe it'll be like behind the scenes from like the album photo shoot. You know what I want? I want a behind the album. I would like love that. Do you think so. they were like videoed stuff like they did for HS1? I think if they did, we would have seen I it don't know now. though. Harry's pretty good at hiding things. Out of all the boys, I think he's the best at it. Or Zane. Speaking of hiding things, do you think Mitch and Sarah are married? Yes. I, I Now I, I do, do, but a few days ago I would ring. say no. Until I saw that ring. Wait, what did you say, Becky? I said only because of the wedding ring, because that guy where My HS vinyl shit! My vinyl shit! Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I just got the notification! That's been months in the waiting. <laughs> yeah. August 1st. Oh my gosh! I remember when you ordered that. That was um, when I was on a houseboat. And I barely had any service. No. Oh, I ordered two vinyls. Only one of them is shipping. Wait, is the Vamps one? (laughs) The Vamps one I ordered in October. And no, it's it's not even shipped yet. It's fine. But the Harry vinyl is shipped. One of the two. I think we need to... um end this episode by <laughs> saying a prayer that my Nile march is okay. How long has that been? Will do. It's been delivered to my apartment in DC but because of the whole situation where it's like infested with black mold, it got delivered. Like I had to move out in early November and it got delivered there and it's been stuck with like a bunch of 40-year-old worker men in an apartment with black mold. So I don't really know what the fate of it is because they threw up my bed and didn't tell me. Oh my god! So I don't gosh. know what they do with my Nile sweatshirt. 
that I paid sixteen ninety nine for shipping for. So, wait. So is all your other stuff just sitting oh, in there wait, too? Can you? Yep. Can you like contact them in any way? I mean, it like got delivered to my house. So for all I like my apartment. So for all I know, it's like it's still in the package and like fine. But I just don't know. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's so stressful. I got the moon sweatshirt oh, for guys. anyone wondering. He's listening. Tune in next week to find out if Becky has any news about her partner. Nile sweatshirt. You have to tune in after January. So these are our playlist recommendations for the week. Um, starting with me, Zane. Um, I've been listening to Sean Mendez's new album, Wonder, on repeat the entire week. So I would say 305 is my favorite right now, but it's constantly changing. So I recommend that one. Becky, you go next. Okay. Um, so I'm once again going with another song on folklore because that's still what I'm listening to. And this time I'm going with This Is Me Trying because it has my favorite lyric on the whole album, um, which is uh, I got so ahead of the curve that the curve became a sphere. So I definitely recommend if you haven't heard the album to listen to the whole thing, but especially This Is Me Trying. And my play my song recommendation <laughs> my song <laughs> recommendation for the week is Cotton Candy by Youngblood. I went into a deep dark rabbit hole of Youngblood videos last night and did not stop listening to that song all day. So that's what I would go with. Just a reminder, all of our songs are on our playlist. You can find the playlist links in the description. Um, enjoy. Thanks so much for listening to our Fangirl playlist. If you want to listen to our recommended songs, check out the description box for links to our Spotify and Apple Music playlists. Check us out on Instagram at Our Fangirl Playlist and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can be notified when each new episode is released.